Welcome to another episode of the Father Son NBA Talk Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Kimon. This is Jaden. And we are here recording episode number three. This is in the week between the All-Star Game and the NBA coming back. So, got a lot of stuff to talk about. We're at the halfway point of the season. And we're ready to talk about what the rest of the season might look like. We got another top five list. We got some stuff we're going to banter on. So, Jaden, how you feel about the season so far? Um, It's been better than I thought. But from the standpoint of, like, canceling games and stuff, that's been a little worse. But, yeah. What's been better about the season than you than you thought? Um, what's, what's, what's one of the things you say, man, I, this actually... I didn't think it was going to be this good. Which part of the season you think wasn't going to be as good as it is? I don't know. Just my team, I guess. The Lakers. Oh, so you thought the Lakers weren't going to be as good because of what? The short turnaround. Okay. I mean, what is the, what are the Lakers now? They rank, what, fourth in the, in the West? Third. Okay. And how many games behind number two are they? I think it's like four. Okay. Wow. Who's number two now in the West? It's the Suns. You are you scared of the Suns at all? No. So you don't mind if the Lakers stay at number three and the Suns stay at number two? I would like to move up to two, but yeah, I would like to move up to one, but yeah, yeah. I mean, what would what would you prioritize now? Getting a good seed or rest right now for the Lakers? Um, I would prioritize. Like having everybody try to get the everybody playing together well. Okay. All right. Right now. Okay. Oh, by the way, I don't know if we'll get an episode in before the end of the trade deadline or the end of the cut season. Maybe we'll slip this in a quick hit. Who is the number one target for the Lakers now before the uh the they, they close things off? It will be Andre Drummond. All right. All right. So I hope you and your team are working behind the scenes to get him to come to the Lakers. That's I'm talking with Rob right now. All right. All right. Let's talk about our, our we have some stuff to hit on today. So what's our first topic today, Jay? Our first topic is quick thoughts on the All-Star game. OK, so the whole All-Star game or the weekend, really? The game. OK, so what are your thoughts? Like, give me your thoughts first, first on the game. Um, It was. Well, I mean, I'll give you my thoughts first then. So I'll say the All-Star game was, it was what it was, right? It's like there was no defense. Guys were shooting from anywhere. And Giannis, even though he got the MVP, I didn't really appreciate his style. He was just running, go straight to the basket, dunk. He was coming down on fast breaks. Instead of throwing it off, let the other guy dunk, he would dunk it. He would catch something as a rebound, just dunk it. It's like, of course you're going to hit 60 for 16 if you only take two shots outside the paint. So the game, I liked Steph and Dame because they were taking like long bombs. But, you know, other than that, you saw like no defense. What are your thoughts? Yeah, um, Giannis, he um, he got that MVP pretty easily because of how he scored. And Rudy Gobert shouldn't have been in the All-Star game. Nobody wants to see Rudy Gobert in the All Star game. What was you gonna do with big guys like Ru- Rudy, who are like just fundamental guys? They're not. Well, no, well maybe he, he probably should have been in the All Star game, but nobody wants to see him. Basically. Yeah, they threw a couple alleys for, for Rudy in the game. Uh, who who else? Let me just ask this then. Besides Rudy, who's another player you go? I uh, no one wants to see this guy play in the All Star game. 
Who was on there? Um, maybe Vucevic. Okay, I guess. Oh, no, what what is his uh, name according to Kendrick Perkins? Boos. I don't know how to say it. <laughs> <Boos> of... <laughs> That's the Kendrick Perkins version of his name. Okay, so the All Star Game was there. All right, let's talk about some of the other things in All Star Weekend. What was your highlight event of All Star Weekend? What do you think was the best event? Um, I would say three point contest. Why? Because of Steph. Yo, Steph was nice. He was making uh, three pointers look like layups. Like, what do you? What would you think of his shooting display when you saw it? Like, what did it? What did it made you think of? It just made me think that's Steph, cause you know Steph. I thought I I was pretty like sure in my mind that he'll win the three point contest. Yeah, true. I mean, Mike Conley shocked me how far he got and how much he put up. But at the end of that three point contest, the thought that came to my mind and I posted it online. I said Steph is the greatest shooter we've ever seen. And by the way, there were some people who said uh, there were some other people that were greater shooters, right? Like Larry Bird, Ray Allen, Mahmoud Abdul-Raouf. Like, what are your thoughts? Is Chef Steph the greatest shooter ever? That's obvious. Like, those guys are just, you know, they're stuck in the 80s or 90s or something. <laughs> All right. They're old heads or something. All right. So, Steph, Steph going to step. That's what happened. What about the dunk contest? What are your thoughts on the dunk contest? That was terrible. Really? Like, hot garbage. Really? Yeah. Jay, that's kind of that's kind of strong coming from you. Why? How was that strong? It was so bad. Like, I feel like they did uh Cassius Stanley wrong okay. on the first dunk. Okay. His dunk was pretty good. And they gave him a forty three. Okay. And then the next person, I think it was I don't know, I think it was Obi. Yeah, it's Obi. He went next. His dunk I feel like it was worse than Cassius, but they gave him like a forty eight. Mm-hmm. So and that Simons. Yeah. I don't think Simon's... I don't think his dunks were that good. I don't like his dunk that much. Yeah. I mean, I think overall it wasn't good. I think, like you, maybe the best dunk was the dunk that got, like, one of the worst scores. Because Cat... I don't know why the... Um, I don't know. Maybe they don't have the ability to see the replay like we do. They they do. They have to. Yeah. I mean, I thought that his dunk was better than the score that they gave it. And but the dunk contest overall was just what? Dookie. <laughs> and, and Simons, Anthony mm-hmm. Simons, like he didn't do any between the legs, across his back, spin, none of that. Just straight up, grab the ball, whatever, and dunk. Yeah, the kissing on the, uh, the rim thing. He was so far from the rim. I'm like, you give him credit for like blowing a kiss at the rim. He tried to. He was he was going to kiss the rim, but he got scared. Right. Facts. Big facts. All right. So. That was the dunk contest. Um, the skills challenge was, uh, you know, the big guys dominated, which was surprising. But I was like, okay, I'm I'm tired of seeing this this thing right now. What are your thoughts on the skills challenge? Did you even see it? No, I didn't watch that one. Okay, so we'll, we'll move on from there. All right, so what do we hit on this? What's our next topic? What teams we think will turn it around after the All-Star break? Okay, so I'm, I have my list here. And it's weird because some of the teams, one of the th- teams I wrote down, I went and looked at the standings. I thought they were further down. Than they are. So, give me your teams that you think. Let's go one for one. Give me one team you think is going to turn it around. I have the Warriors. I think they'll do. I think they'll come out and like you know. They'll they'll play a lot better. So, what do you think? What seeding you think the Warriors will get up to? About five. Okay. Wow. So that's interesting. Cause they're ninth right now. So I don't have the Warriors going that high. I actually feel like the Warriors are who they are. Right. 
I think Steph is going to Steph. Draymond's going to average his triple single. Every now and then he'll get you some assists in the double figures. And Wiseman is still learning the game. Oubre is inconsistent. Um, I think, what's his name? Wiggins is going to average out like a 17 points a game score. So I don't think they have enough scoring. Now, I do think my team that I feel is going to, one of the teams I think is going to take off is not the Heat. I think the Heat are going to really take off in the second half because they're getting healthy. Um, they kind of rested some people coming off of that short layer, lay, lay, layoff. So I think the Heat are going to be one of the teams that rises in the second half. Give me another team, Jay. Who you got? Um, The Celtics. Mm-hmm. You know, they've been struggling lately. Okay. Taking a lot of L's. Okay. And Kemba, you know, somebody said, like, it's not it's not cardiac Kemba, it's cardio Kemba because he's just running around. <laughs> so yeah, I gotta do my man Kemba like that. Yeah, I think they'll they'll come around and start playing a lot better. And Marcus Smart, I think I don't know when he'll be back, but yeah. that'll help. He's a difference maker. I, I'll give you that. All right, I got second my second team. I'll just go in the West. I said Denver. Denver's gonna climb. I I, I still got faith in my man Jokic. What about Murray? I think he's gonna he's gonna he's like it feels like he paces himself to get better towards the end. But I think Jokic is enough. Um I think Michael Porter Jr. is probably gonna get a little bit better in the second half. And um I think that I think the Nuggets are gonna be better and they're probably gonna rise up to one of the top four seeds in the West or number five. You think they'll be better than the Warriors and the Blazers? Yes. Yes, I definitely do. Well then the Blazers? Yes, then the Blazers. Okay. So that's that's my okay. Give me another team you think is gonna be, uh, who's gonna turn it around the second half. Well, I have the Raptors. Whoa, why? Okay, I'll take that back. <laughs> I'll, I'll go with the Pacers. Okay, okay. Pacers are kind of like they're gonna go from what ten to eight. About seven. Okay, okay. Man, the, the Pacers seem like they're always in that, like, six, seven, eight, five, six, seven, eight kind of hole. Like, they're never one of the top four. Well, I'll actually go with... I know this This is going to sound weird because of how, where they are. I'm going to go with Milwaukee. I actually thought they were lower. But I feel like Milwaukee is going to get your stride. And they're going to be a problem for some of the uh, those top two teams in the East. I think, they, I think they might give Philly a run for their money if they face up against them. In the playoffs. All right. I can see that. All right. Give me one more. You got one more? No. I got one more. Then I go with Dallas. I think Dallas is going to get better. Porzingis is back. I think he's kind of playing himself into shape now. He's been bad the whole season. Yeah, but I think he's kind of getting into shape. I think he's kind of coming off an injury. So guys take a little while to come off an injury. But it's like, what, 30 games? Yeah, it's a half a season. That's what I'm saying. Turn around. Like, you got to have something to base your turnaround on. So that's my. That's what I'm basing my turnaround on. All right, so that's who we think is going to turn it around in the second half of the season. We'd love to hear from you who you think is going to turn it around. So make sure you tweet and at, uh, get them your Twitter. Goated Lake Show. Goated Lake Show. Let us know who you think is going to turn it around in the second half of the season. And Goated is spelled G-O-A-T-E-D, Lake Show. All right, let's go. What's our next topic? Top five point guards. Ooh, this is going to be good. I've been working on my list. Are we going to go five to one? Yeah. All right. Uh, oh, let's do first who we left off. All right, cool. One person. Whoa, whoa, whoa. 
All right. So one person I left off. I'll give you two because I couldn't can't even tell you one. So two people I left off are Ben Simmons and John Morant. Who'd you leave off? I left off Jamal Murray. Oh, man. Jamal Murray got off my list early on because of just how inconsistent he is. Now, if you ask me about the playoffs last year, he was great, but not 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 right now. So John Morant and Ben Simmons. All right. Tell me why you left. Why? Why? Why he was close for you? Well, because of what he did last year, and I don't know. I feel like he's 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 still a good scorer, actually. Yeah. Okay. Well, I left off John Morant, Ben Simmons. Both of them, I put them together. Both are young. Like John Morant is a much better offensive player than um than he is a defensive player. But I feel Ben Simmons, on the other hand, good offensive player, but great defensive player. And if Ben Simmons would get a shot or try some shots. He definitely kind of move up in my ranking in terms of top five. I think John Moran, just a matter of time before he cracks the top five and probably eventually is going to be the number one point guard in the league. Mm-hmm. Well, him him or LaMelo. That's that's my uh, prediction. Him I think it'll be Ja. I think it'll be Ja over LaMelo. Don't sleep on LaMelo now. All right. So let's get your number five. My number five is Ben Simmons. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. He was off my list. My num- Why? Give me why. He has, like, elite defense. Mm-hmm. You know, probably this year, he's, like, in the... I think he's pretty sure... I'm pretty sure he's, like, leading for Defensive Player of the Year. Okay. He has really good playmaking skills. And he's been, like, this season, like, lately, past month or so, he's been, like, really aggressive. Okay. Yeah. All right. We'll go with that. Uh, my number five is CP3. Got to give a nod to the OG, right? I mean, Chris Paul is just... When you get on a team... Going to organize the offense, keep everyone calm. Look what he's doing in Phoenix. Even though his points average isn't that high, he's not averaging a lot of minutes. And I still watch Chris Paul and say, I mean, he's going to take a lot of these young dudes out here. So that's my number five. My number four is Chris Paul. Okay. You got him a little higher than me. What you, what, why? Just because of like the leadership he brings. He's still a you know, clutch player. Um, still very effective on the floor. And you know he's great at every like everything basically, All defense right. you know shooting true, passing everything. Okay, my number four is Damian Lillard, Dame Dollar, right? Number four, Lo- logo Lillard, right? Like he'll hit from anywhere. Like don't leave that man open once he checks the ball in. Like he can shoot it from anywhere. Um, he's been carrying Portland this year with C.J. McCollum out, and he just. I think Dame is just a good leader as well. And what I respect about him, which has nothing to do with this, this dude said he is in it for the long haul in Portland. So I respect hats off to him. You think he's number four? That's pretty low. Yeah, but I mean, you got to hear the rest of my list, though. You got to hear the rest of my list. All right. So is, so is he a top 10 player to you? In the league? That's, he might be borderline. Borderline top 10. All right. Okay. All right. Who you guys number three? My number three is Damian Lillard. Okay, all right. And give me why why you got him so high. Because, you know, he's an elite scorer. Mm-hmm. He'll, like, he, he'll kill you from anywhere. Yeah. And um, he he can carry a team. And he's, you know, Dame time. You know, it's pretty clutch. Yeah, very clutch. Okay. All right, so we up to my number three. My number three is Luca. Luca Magic. I thought he would be number two for you. Luca Magic is my number three. Like Luca is, 
I was I was telling you last year, what I like about Luca is he plays at his own pace. Even when it's like the playoffs, it's like a little bit of time, he's still a dribble. I mean, he like you got Kawhi Leonard, you got Paul George, you had um the Morris uh, boy on him there, and he just would take his time, get to his spot, and just make his baskets or lay it up, you know, turn it, pass it off. I just think Luca has a complete game. Yeah, he's very composed. He's like you can't rush him like that. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I feel like his um, he's like a little bit his his um, the way he like works on the floor is a little bit slower. Mm-hmm. Like as you can say when he's attacking the basket, so that might like throw players off and stuff. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, this is, this is where it gets interesting because Luca is what number for you? He's number two for me. Oh, all right. So tell me. Okay. So tell me. Okay. So you gave us some of your. Re- Anything else you want to add on Luca? I don't know. He just he's a very good passer. Probably what top three in the NBA right now. Yeah. How long before Luca becomes best player in the league in your head? I don't know if he will be. I feel like he'll maybe top two, but okay. I feel like somebody else will be. Okay. Maybe honest. Okay. All right, so this is where we may disagree on. My number two is James Harden. He's a point guard? James, I mean, like, think about this. He's averaging the most assists in the league. Kyrie told him when he came, you're the point guard. I mean, he is organizing the offense. I know he's known as a scorer, but point guard skills, he got them. Like, he organizes the offense, dishes it. He shoots well, so he keeps the keeps the floor space. He's able to attack the basket. And I think, you know, his defense might be underrated because it was talked bad about for so long. What do you think about my man, James Harden? I didn't know he... I like. I guess I knew he was like... Kyrie called him the point guard and stuff, but I didn't. I still don't think of him as the point guard. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Let's go with our number one. I feel like we'll probably agree on this one. It's easily. Yeah. Who's number one? Kyrie Irving. No, I'm kidding. You better stop. <laughs> Who's your number one, Jaden? Steph. Yeah, why? Because, you know, he's like, you know, like you said, the greatest shooter of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, he makes, like, he makes the game easier for his teammates because so much attention is on him. It's very hard to game plan against him, you know. Um, he moves a lot. He's an underrated finisher at the rim. That's true. Like, he's That's very true. good. To, yeah. He's like, I don't know, he's like just... Very good. Yeah, I think all the stuff you said, and I mean, it might be repeating something, but I think this man changed the way the game is played, right? And he is still getting better, I feel like. He's gotten better in attacking the basket. And, um, I mean, it's like when he shoots, more times than not, you think it's going in, right? Like, you just feel, oh, this is going in. Mm-hmm. So, I think Steph is definitely number one for me. Um, we probably and, need to... and like when he gets hot, that's like the the one player in the league. That's he has like the the for your opposing team, he has the best like hot streak. Yeah, you, like you scared of him the most when yeah, he's that's hot. That's true. That's true. Now, what's interesting to me is probably to do another episode about the top five all time point guards because I'd be curious and don't say it now. I'd be curious to see where you think Steph ranks in the top, in the all time point guards. So we'll we'll do another episode on that. But by the way. Steph, Dame, right? I just want to ask you this. You got one guy to take a three-point shot, like three seconds on the clock. You, in, you have to inbounds it, inbound the ball, and one of them gets to take the shot. Who you picking, Steph or Dame? I'm picking Dame. Why? Um, Dame, is, like, he's, I feel like he's the clutchest player in the league. Really? 
Yeah. And also, Steph, um, he's had some struggles with clutch time, That's actually. True. That is true. If Honestly, quiet as it's kept, if Steph had made that shot against Toronto, even when um, uh, Kyrie, I mean, uh, KD was down and Clay went down, they would have took that series back to Golden State for game six. So, you're right. Steph, I don't know if the last time I've seen him made a clutch shot, except like that Oklahoma game. Yeah, that was that was that game was crazy. That was nasty. That was like, whoa, that was one of the best games I've ever seen. Yeah. All right, what else we got today, Jay? Anything else? No. All right. All right, so listen, you've been listening to the Father Son NBA podcast. We're excited that we're able to just share stuff that we love together, which is NBA basketball. So if you want to let us know maybe some top five lists you want us to cover, some topics you want us to cover, you disagree with some of the stuff, here's how you let us know. Tell them, Jay. You can talk. You can at me on Twitter at Goated Lake Show, G O A T E D Lake Show. All right, and just I want to give a big shout out as we get ready to go. That Jaden just turned eighteen. Big shout out, Jaden. Big birthday. How you feel? Thank you. Um, feel good. All right. And so if you want to, no, I'm just kidding. I was gonna get him your cash app and say bless him with a cash app money. But anyway, thank you for listening. We'll be back next week, and we're out. Bye.